Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens. He's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how are you doing today, buddy? Great, Matt. And you? A nice, cool spring day, actually below seasonal averages here. So really, really kind of nice. Nice. Nice and warm where we are. So Yeah, nice and warm. That's the way I <laughs> Always. Like Always. The next nine months. All right, episode 125, Grow Your Business Faster with a Coach. And some of the key components of how and why you can grow your business faster with a coach. I think, you know, it, it boils down, you know, if you take um, Tiger Woods when he was at his best, you know, a lot could be pointed at Butch Harmon. Now, was Butch Harmon a better golfer than Tiger? No, but he, he was able to, it, so he was able to help develop some of the characteristics in Tiger that made Tiger play at a level at his highest level. So same with Michael Jordan uh, with, uh, was his name Phil? Uh, Phil. Oh, yeah, 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 the coach for the um, uh, Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Phil, not Phil Knight, but. Uh, no, I know you're talking about, yeah. Boy, I'm bad. I can't think of the coach of the Bulls. Then he went to the Lakers, didn't he? And then they won like five yeah. championships in the Lakers. Uh, that guy's a good coach. Yes. But, but arguably he's a great basketball player, but was he as good as some of the players that he's coached? No, and that's the point. You can always grow your business faster with a coach because a coach can help you develop your skills, your, you know, and, and, and your talents so that you can perform at your highest level. So we're going to go through some of those things, how, you know, how you can grow your business a little faster with a coach. So I think along those lines is, you know, the number one is a coach will help you identify and capitalize on your strengths. Um, you know, right. Dan Sullivan always calls it your, your A plus activities, right? Um, right, right. Uh, your unique ability. Unique, unique ability is what Dan, what Dan calls it. Unique. I call it your A plus activities where you're just doing the things that you're really good at that you enjoy and, and that make you money, right? That, that what are those things and how can you do more of them? Identify and capitalize on those strengths. Well, the strengths. Do more are, of them. I think we don't, we, um, I'm, I, I don't know who said it, but if you always work on your weaknesses, You'll just have pretty good weaknesses. Right, uh, right. <laughs> so right. it's the strength you want to capitalize on. Yeah, and that's interesting because that's, you know, that's our whole school system, you know, is, is that, you know, you take all these different classes and they want you to do it by yourself and they want you to make A's and everything. And, and there are certain things. Uh, I remember back in high school, I was not good at foreign language. That's just not my thing. Uh, not going to be a good foreign language. Other people that are great at foreign language, right? It's just not my unique ability, not my A-plus activity. So instead of making me learn that, I could have spent more time doing something else that I'm really good at to make it even great at, right? Now, you, you're probably good at, are you good at math? Yeah, yeah, the math and science kind of yeah. stuff. And, See, I was yeah, good at math. Typically. I wasn't as good at science, which is funny. I mean, I was really yeah, I thought those were connected, yeah. They are, but I mean, when I when I say math, I was really, really excelled at like geometry. Like I could sleep through geometry and trigonometry. Came easy, but science required memorization, and I was never all that good at memorizing things. Um, I don't know why I wasn't, but you know, but but that's what I'm saying. So, since you're not good at memorizing, wouldn't it be better, like if you're a leader in an organization and you um, instead of memorizing things wouldn't it be better for you to surround yourself with perhaps people that are better at memorizing things than than you are so that when you need information nowadays we get we got this now we got all Google, the information right? you need right here 
Um, I remember teachers saying, well, it's not like you're going to have a calculator with you everywhere you go. <laughs> you're like, well, apparently it's on our phone. <laughs> apparently you're wrong because number one, I got a calculator everywhere I go, but number two, I got one on my phone. So it looks That's like really you, locked up, you locked up a little there, Matt. Uh, are you oh. still there? All right. Well, um, while you're while you're locked up, I'll move on to the next one. Hopefully, you're uh, you get your internet stable. Probably come back here in a second. But uh, number two would be build strong relationships. And you know, if you want to grow faster with a coach, um, it's about building relationships. And you know. A coach can help you look at what relationships you have um, with, you know, with your clients and which, which ones are your, um, I guess you could say your A plus clients, like your favorite type of clients and help you develop some of those relationships. I'm still talking because you went away, but um, yes, I'm going yes. to build and retain strong relationships because um, you know, that's the reality is if, if you're going, you know, a coach will help you um, not only build relationships, stronger relationships with your clients, um, but sometimes a coach has other relationships that can set you up for joint ventures as well. Um, That's a great point. That's a great point. You know, it also help you identify which relationships to, to strengthen and to work on. Right. So we we talk about the 80, 20 concept all the time, right? That, that 80% of your revenue is probably from 20% of your clients. So this goes back to your unique ability, A plus Quit trying to get the 80% and really love on those 20% that give you all the business. And you can get more business from that top 20. I think Dan Sullivan calls it your top 20, top 20 in your farm club, I think is what he calls it, where focus on the top 20% of your clients or, or your physical number, the top 20 clients that you have and give them love and attention. And those are the relationships that lead to more opportunities, both with them and, and their referrals and their connections and their yeah. network. And, and, and to take that a little deeper, I don't know if I have the book up here, but Chet Holmes talked about that is uh, he talked about how he he put a thousand targets on his like these would be target clients in my lifetime. And I'm going to focus on 100 of them. But out of that 100, there's 20 that I and it was all follow up. Like you always talk about how follow up, you know, on the fifth or sixth follow up is when things start happening. But he would always follow up better with the top 20 out of that hundred and then hundred out of those thousand. And, and so he, he broke it down into little segments, but he was building a stronger relationship as the client, I guess you'd say as the client value went up, the, what, right. his value would he, he placed on the value on them, but that's what the relation, that's what you're talking about in business. Um, you want to grow your business faster, you got to focus on where the money is, right? And that's where the strongest relationships should be. And um, just like you're, what you're doing right now, your surge meetings. Um, right, right. It, so I mean, meeting with our clients, our top clients, more often, more frequently, show them more love and attention. And that's, that's where you get most of your revenue from. That's where you get most of your referrals from. That's where you get most of your networking opportunities from. And so you show the top 20 more love and attention. And every year, I'm calling the bottom 10%, right? Uh, because I want to replace them. There's an analogy that they use in our business sometimes. You're, you got a bus and there's only so many seats on the bus, right? So don't fill up the seats on the bus with, with, you know, you want high quality on the bus. 
And so you're always looking to increase the quality of the people on the bus. So before we before we move on, I I'd like to can we go deeper on that? Because some yeah, people yeah. are probably like, well, how do you fire your customer? I'm, I'm going to ask you how I'm sure you don't physically fire them. But what do you how do you take somebody off the customer list? What, what's your process? Yeah. So so there, so there are different ways of doing that. Right. So so first of all, you got to decide, you know, uh, I think part of the freedom of being a, an entrepreneur in your own business is you don't have to deal with people you don't want to deal with employees or uh, clients. Right. So how how profitable are they? How easier they to deal with. So I've seen people um, raise prices. This is a high maintenance client. And, and in order for me to do that, I need to charge him twice of what I usually charge just because it's such a pain in the rear end. So, and then if they're willing to do that, now it is worth your while, right? Because now they're, they're a top paying client and maybe it's worthwhile. Um, I've seen the opposite way where it's you know, the nice letter or the nice conversation where we're moving in a different direction. I can't give you, it's, it's not you, it's me. It's the girlfriend breakup thing, right? It's not you, it's me. We're moving in a different direction. I can't give you the, the service level that you deserve. You know, I can help you. I have somebody that you can talk to. Um, I can set you up so that you can talk to somebody else or you can do it on your own. So um, I usually do it based on Mine is a combination of a dollar amount and a pain in the rear end factor. And that's how I make a judgment. And every summer I kind of cultivate the, the bottom 10%. And my idea is I'm getting rid of the people that are taking up my mental power or mental energy. We've talked about this in the past. I'm all about the mental energy. And if I'm not looking forward to your phone call, I'm like, oh no, Dave's calling again. Then that's not a good client for me, right? Or if, or if Patty, is not looking forward to taking Dave's call, then that's not a good client for us, right? It, instead of, oh, I love talking with Joyce. When Joyce calls, we always have the press conversation. It's a lot of fun. And I want to help her whatever she needs to help with, right? It's a difference. So I try to do it, manage my energy levels who I, you know, kind of drop off the people that are draining my energy. But we had, uh, we're talking with a dentist right now and he's got a retiring partner and a junior partner. And it's going to be, how do we transition those from the retiring partner to the junior or to himself. And it's a stage like that where, where he needs to, there are certain relationships that he'll have to take over because of the senior partner retiring, that he just needs to be there because that's just the relationship. But then what can he pass off of his own book, you know, his own clients, patients that he could pass to the junior dentist. So that's a judgment call of what kind of service level they need, what kind of attention they need, what kind of technique, or, or you know, if he's better at this and the other dentist's better at this type strategy or this actual technical. So, but don't be afraid to, you know, what do they call, uh, I think Dan Sullivan calls it simplify to multiply, right? Let's call it down. I, I do it, let's call it down so then we can growth, right? So we, we make it short, but I'll say simplify too. Let's, I always say, let's do one thing and make a million dollars and then we can add two or three other things, right? So a lot of times you might have to, uh, Steve Jobs simplified when he came back to Apple. They had too many SKUs, too many items, and he simplified. We're, you know, we're making the Mac and we're making the uh, whatever. I guess it was right before the iPod, but we simplified all the SKUs. They were making all kinds of different products, and he said, "No, we're going to make six main products. That's it. That's all we're going to do." So he simplified before he was able to, to grow. So you can view that same thing for your for your business. You know, the biggest the biggest growth comes after a forest fire. So there you go. The same thing. Right. You know, sometimes you got to get rid of that underbrush. If you notice that the tall trees 
a lot of times just make it through the forest fire. It's the underbrush that, that gets destroyed. And right. it's that underbrush that drags you down as an entrepreneur. And so, you know, kind of the same thing. Sometimes you got to get rid of that underbrush so you can grow as, as a company, as an entrepreneur. Yeah. And, well, you know, talking about the coach and, and, and help, one of the things we help clients identify is what is the best, uh, you know, best bang for your buck. And so I always talk about revenue. Every dollar is not the same, right? Which revenue is the easiest for you to service? Which revenue is the easiest for you to get? I had this conversation. I remember this probably about uh, two years ago with a particular individual. And he's like, well, all revenue is great. You know, that guy's 100,000, that guy's 50,000. And I was like, no, it isn't. You know, how much does it take you to get you know, one of them was a project that was a government contract, which sounds like a great deal for him, except everything was 90 to 180 days lag in payment, which put a squeeze on him as opposed to the cash customers who pay as soon as he did, you know, wouldn't you rather have five of those people that paid as soon as you did the job and your cash flow keeps rolling, as opposed to you have to outlay a lot of capital in order to do this government contract and then wait 180 days to get paid back, right? That may not be, it sounds like a great money is guaranteed by the government, but because of that lag factor and the cash flow drain and the working capital drain, maybe it's, you, maybe you don't want more of those. You want more of the, the cash clients. So there's a, there's a quality of client, I guess is what I'm getting. At. It's, and that's a challenging thing. You know, some, again, that is, it goes down to, you know, knowing your target audience too, because if your target audience, if all you do is sell the government, well, then that's your target audience. Then you have to prepare for that also. And that means, that's the hard part is that means you got to sell at a higher rate. Well, how do you accomplish that when you're the low bid? I see there's a lot of things I don't particularly like about that concept, but there are people, I mean, come on, there's companies that make billions of dollars in government contracting. They know right. how to navigate right. those waters. And so Absolutely. knowing your target audience uh, so um, will will allow you to build uh, and retain strong relationships in the right sector with the right types of clients, I think we could say. So um the next um, part of growing your business faster with a coach is a coach, I think, will help you uh, build your strong character. Meaning, I think sometimes there has to be judgments made in business. And a coach won't tell you what to do. But as, as a coach gets to know you and they'll ask you questions like, well, didn't you say you prefer to do business this way? And is this person making you test those barriers? And those could be pricing barriers. There could be a lot of different barriers. But, you know, character comes in, you know, character and integrity. They, they come when you, um, when you make decisions that are based in, they're rooted in what you truly believe. And business, if there's one thing business will do, it'll make you test those barriers and you don't even know you're testing the barriers. I mean, it's it's those clients that push you. <laughs> it's, that is funny. So two stories come to mind right now. I remember uh, back when I was younger, uh, applying for a job and um, investments. I do stocks and bonds at the time and I was managing money. And the... Uh, the hiring manager was reluctant to hire me and, and, and the CEO said, uh, no, you need to hire him uh, and you, you shouldn't be worried about your job because apparently I should be worried about mine, right? And so the characteristics that I have, you get to know yourself. He was saying, look, you, you're better at big picture and strategy and you're better at 
sales than you think you are. You're better at with people than you think you are. I'm a I'm, I'm good at math. I got a CFA. I got an MBA. You think I'm a, a good technician, but but over the years, it's been my mentors. I have a mentor that's uh, two guys in particular that are about 15 years older than me that have really guided me along the way that helped me realize my own skills, my own development, my own, you know, you think that you're this, but you really might be this. And, and can you, Apparently, I'm a really good salesperson. I didn't think I was. I never thought anything about sales. I've always been sales or salespeople. And no, salespeople are, I think, I forget where we got this one. This might have been Joe Polish, where it's almost like it's telling a story to help them make a decision. You're not selling them anything that you, we always talk about. You're solving a problem. People are happy to pay you to solve their problem. You're adding value or you're doing something they don't want to do themselves, right? Yeah. None of that is cheesy sales. All of that is, hey, I'm helping you solve a problem. You're, you're happy to pay me to solve a problem, right? You're happy to pay me because you're doing this, but we could add that and make it better. You're happy to pay me for that. And so when I, when my mentor, my coach taught me that, where it's a, just a little play on words, money isn't money, like uh, money is a reflection of the value you add to other people, right? So if you're doing good for others, they're happy to pay. They're not, you're not forcing them to willingly give you your money. We happily pay Steve Jobs hundred bucks per iPhone. There was some number they backed in with his billion dollars in net worth. And it's as if you gave Steve Jobs a hundred bucks for every iPhone. And, and he didn't steal it from us. We willingly gave him the hundred dollars because we wanted the iPhone, right? And that's what you talk about. Capitalism is good when it's done properly, when you're not selling cheesy stuff or products, when you're actually solving a problem or adding value or doing something they don't want to do, people are happy to give you money. And when you have that little brain shift that you're not a cheesy car salesman, right? And and, car and if you are a cheesy car salesman, we're not making fun of you. I mean, we don't want to no, call all cheap. Car guys have gotten so good, right? Now they have a whole list. We just bought a car for Patty at the beginning. Of the what are you looking for? And, and, and how can I help you solve that problem? And do you want, okay, we want an SUV. All right, what kind of SUV? Do you need these features? You know, they're trying to upsell you, but they're also trying to solve your problem. Now, when you don't have kids, we don't need the DVD system anymore and the upgraded yada, 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 because heck, kids have iPads nowadays anyway, so you don't. But, you know, nowadays you can put it on ways on your phone. You don't even need the navigation system in the cars anymore. Yeah. Just Apple Play. And put it. So even cheesy car salesmen have gotten better at helping you solve a problem. The good ones, the good ones are helping you solve a problem, helping you accomplish your goals as opposed to selling you a car you don't want or need. Yeah. So you, knowing your roots, knowing your character yeah. and having a coach to keep you on track with that um, will keep you strong when you're put to the test, I guess is the, is the way to put it. I mean, he, uh, I, I think of a story when I was in the locksmith business, um, you know, we had to go open people's cars, of course, all the time. Well, I didn't know, but our policy was if you call us, uh, to your keys are locked in the car, I'm going to ask you for a driver's license and proof of ownership or registration to the vehicle, or you won't get the keys. We'll open the car. If you don't have that proof, those keys stay with us. We take them back to the shop and then we leave a note in the car so the owner can get with us. Well, this is what uh, happened one time, and I wouldn't, this, this very, uh, very attractive woman was at the car, and I wouldn't let up. I wouldn't let down my character. Turned out that was the news 
and they were trying to set up locksmiths. They set up seven of eight. <laughs> you know who the eighth one was that they didn't set up? It was me. I was the only one on camera who would not back down on, on a rule or character, right, uh, right. regardless of the look of the person who was, who was there trying to make me kind of, kind of set me up in a way. So, um, but a coach helps keep you on track. That's what, you know, that's a, that, that story about a, me being a locksmith, but you run into those things, those character issues as an entrepreneur all the time. And a coach will help you be true to your character, I think is probably, um, you know, one of the, one of the keys that a coach can help oh, you. Help you identify it and stick to it. And you talk about that too. Think about that. Anytime that I've given somebody a price cut, those always end up being the pain in the ass clients, right? As opposed to the people that are willing and happy to pay my, my full fare, right? Uh, free information that people are, are begging and, you know, know what you pay for, you value for what you pay for. Pay for that. And then you'll actually, if you're hiring a trainer to show up at 6 a.m. at the gym and I had to pay him money, I'm, I'm sure as heck going to show up at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning because I already paid him, right? Absolutely. So you, you value the advice you pay for. And realizing that, you can kind of, and realizing as, as an entrepreneur, we get to pick and choose who we do business with, even though you don't think you can. The more you stick to your character, your values, and the kind of people you want to work with, the better your overall life is, right? Because you're getting rid of those energy drainers. Go back to the energy drain. Let's just get rid of the energy drainers. If there's a client or a prospect or a product or a supplier or a vendor that's just draining you, maybe you shouldn't be doing business with them. If that means a loss of revenue, if that means you got to go find a new supplier, it'll make your life easier overall and you'll be happier and, and probably make more money over time anyway. Very true. All right. Step four. Um, a coach will help you clarify your vision and focus on your key goals or objectives. Um, and they're your key goals and objections. So clarifying your vision. I don't think enough, um, enough could be said about clarity in your vision. And when I say clarity in your vision, it's what is the, what is the grand scheme of why you're in business? You know, really, that's what vision really is. Why are you, um, why do you go to work every day? Is it just because you want to make a million dollars? That won't last. Because once you make a million dollars, you're going to be completely lost. That's without vision. Um, you know, Jobs wanted to, you know, put a computer on everybody's desk. So did Gates. Um, now Gates wants everybody to get a shot. We don't go off on that, but um, it's still, I mean, they still have a vision. I mean, the guy's still got a vision. It's a different right, right. vision, but, you know, people have different visions. So what's when, when you're, when you have a vision, sometimes you don't know what the vision is. And um, so a coach can help you clarify that vision. Um, you know, and, and I mean, my vision is I want to help. We always say we want to help a thousand entrepreneurs turn the business into a million dollar business. Um, well, that means you've got to have a business and it's got to be up and operational, but you're not doing a million dollars yet or, or a million dollars in, in, either profits. personal income or profits or they're different, different people are, you know, are different levels, but clarifying the vision of, well, what is, what is that going to do for you? Well, I like working with people. You like working with people. And um, so, but what are the key goals and outcomes that you're seeking? You know, oh, I think it's hilarious. He's talking. So, so Simon Sinek, I think that's it. And I actually was watching a YouTube video of his yesterday. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got a bunch of little 30 second to two minute videos and he has a thing called the power of why. This was a subsector of the power of why, you know, what's your why? 
but he was actually talking about how to be an unstoppable salesperson. And, and it, it relates to this was the why would be in our culture, we tell you, hey, uh, come work with us because we're, 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 we've been in business forever. We're family owned, we're friendly, we're kind, we're honest, blah, blah, blah. We've been in business a long time. And that is you're telling about yourself, 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 yourself. You're not telling anything about how to solve the problem or of, he had a great to be the ultimate salesperson, start off with your why, and then you can get into some of that, you know, bragging about yourself thing. So uh, we want to help a thousand entrepreneurs build million dollar businesses. We want to help a thousand entrepreneurs build the business of their dreams. And because of that, we have this whole, uh, a mastermind group and this whole online coaching program. And we have this profit acceleration session where we can find 50, 75, $100,000 in your business without spending a dollar more on advertising and marketing. Um, then we get to talk about all our sales when we talk about our why. And the why was, man, this stuff excites me. This stuff excites you. We want to help people build the business of the dreams, build the million dollar business. So he was saying, become the ultimate salesperson by using your why or telling your why to your prospects. And then everybody wants to know why, right? They, what is it? What is that saying that they don't want to know uh, what until they want, until they know why, right? They, they don't want to know how much you care until they know why you care or, or something to that effect. And so he was saying to be the ultimate salesperson, non-cheesy, you would tell them why you're doing it. I, you know, we, I'm a dentist and I love giving people the smile of their dreams, right? I'm a lawyer and I like helping righting the wrong, right? And, you know, personal injury lawyer. You know, I am a, I'm a landscaper and I like giving people the, 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 the yard of their dreams, right? I love pe giving people their Saturdays back, right? Your little why could be your million dollar message, could be your irresistible offer when you're leading with your why, why are we doing what we're doing? Anyway, it's so timely. That was a video I saw on YouTube yesterday. So and it's so true. If you spend time on your why and their why, um, you'll get to your why a lot quicker. If you spend yeah, time why would you do anything else? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next step: solidify your commitment. A coach will help you um, solidify your commitment. I think that's an area where what happens is you get this vision and. You can have this vision all day long, but if you have no commitment to the uh, the tactics and the and the things that you're going to have to do, all the things that you have to do to get there, then you your commit. You, if you lack in commitment, you won't get the vision. The vision and the outcomes that you're looking for, it won't come true without the commitment. So a coach helps you solidify your commitment. It keeps you it keeps you on track. Yeah, it, it is great. It's like, I remember, uh, so Michael Felt, the swimmer, right? And so so the vision when he retired and then came back from retirement was to make it back to the Olympics and, and to get another gold medal. And so he started swimming again after, I think he took like three or four months off, maybe six, I can't even remember. But the vision was, I want to come back to the Olympics and win, win gold one more time. And because of that, every decision is easier to make, getting up at 6 a.m. to swim or swimming however many hours he trains, or to eat the proper diet, right? They talk about the same stuff with Michael Jordan. He wanted to be the best basketball player, so every decision was easy for him because his vision was, I want to be the best. Kobe Bryant, same basketball. I want to be the best. Therefore, every decision is easy. Should I stay out late drinking with the boys, or should I go home early and get up early tomorrow and practice, right? Well, that's an easy decision because the vision is to be the best, right? The golfers, we talked about Tiger Woods earlier. 
The goal was to be the best and to get as many ma more majors than Jack Nicholas. That was the goal. And so for him to work, they said it, at one time he was the hardest working golfer on the planet. So not only is he the best, they said the same thing about Michael Jordan. They said the same thing about Kobe Bryant. Same the same thing about Magic Johnson and, and, and Larry Bird. There's a whole ESPN 30 for 30 on the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson thing. And they're always like, I'm out there shooting, practicing, and I'm picturing uh, Magic Johnson. He's probably practicing. So I better practice 30 minutes longer because I know he's out in L.A. practicing another 30 minutes. So when you have a vision, a clear vision of what you want, decisions actually become easier, right? You're trying to lose weight, right? Should I eat uh, some nuts or should I eat some ice cream? Well, if the vision is I'm trying to lose weight so I can be at my daughter's wedding and give my daughter away and look good, right? Well, it's an easy decision. I should eat the nuts and not the ice cream because the vision is clear. Therefore, my decisions are easier. Sticking but to the path. They, ice, some ice cream comes with nuts in it. So does that count? Or? <laughs> I hope you perfect for me. That's my that's my vice is the ice cream. I know, but but if your commitment is solid, and I'm glad you said it that way, it's not just I want to lose 20 pounds. That's the that's a great commitment, but I mean it's a great goal, but it's not really clear. I want to lose 20 pounds because I want to look good at my daughter's wedding. You're now you're getting really clear why right, um, maybe you're whatever you want to look as good as you know whatever reason the further you get on that on that clarity of the outcome um, the more solid and easier the commitment um, is when it comes to decision making so yeah exactly right so we're going to wrap this up I think we're right at our 30 minutes you know grow your business faster with a coach right I always love it. Profession, every professional athlete we've mentioned today has a coach. Heck, we didn't even talk about Tom Brady, and I think he's got a football coach, a passing coach, a fitness coach, a nutrition coach, you know, like, and like a massage therapist coach. Like, he's got like five coaches on his team. Most of these golfers have like a mental coach and a coaching coach and a workout coach and a nutrition coach and a chiropractor. So most professional athletes have at least one coach, if not more. I find it humorous when my golfing buddies don't take golf lessons. I find it humorous when business people don't have a mentor or a coach. Here we are, the best professional athletes in the world have a coach. Why on earth would you, uh, as, a, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a professional, not have a coach? Yeah, and anybody else has got a coach. I've spent so, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years on coaching, and I think about yeah. it, and I'm like, and people will be like, wow, you spent, not really. Uh, um, I've because it's brought me millions and millions of dollars. It's an I, investment. I can't put a dollar figure on any one coach, but I can tell you, every one of them at the time helped me in these areas, so that the outcome was what I wanted. And that's yes. what a coach will help you do: is get you the outcome that you want. Help get you yes. unstuck. You know, if you're stuck, yeah. get a coach, get some help. So. Yeah, and that's what we talk about. So we always say you need three things to be successful, right? You need commitment. You need a roadmap and you need a support system, right? The coaches can provide the roadmap and the support system. We've got that. That's what our mastermind group is, the roadmap and the support system. We need your commitment, right? We got a year committed to your vision, what you're trying to accomplish. We can even help you with, that's what we do, help you with the vision and your goals and where do you want to be and where do you want to get? And then you need the, then you got the roadmap and the support system to make it happen. That's what, the only three things we need to be successful. All you need is your commitment. We got the other two taken care of. Our right now irresistible offer is we can find any business owner $50,000, $100,000 without spending a dollar more in advertising or marketing. That's a profit acceleration session. Please call us, email us, and schedule one of those, right? 
Uh, we talk about our mastermind group, get you on board. It's a group of, of business owners that we have these kind of conversations on an ongoing basis to get you to where you want to go, to get you your vision and your roadmap and your support system to get you where you want to go. So we're at Profitability MD. That's where we are. Uh, Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com. Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. Our YouTube channel has all these videos, ProfitabilityMD at YouTube. And then we've got our podcast, which is this is uh, ProfitabilityMD. And we got the website, ProfitabilityMD.com. So coaches help you get you where you want to go. You need to commit. You need a roadmap. You need a support system. We got two out of the three. Just need your commitment. Great show, Matt. All right. Always fun, man. Have a great one. Take care. All right. You too.